0: Welcome to the Simply His Coffee Shop. Do you have a mentor in your life? Has a mentor changed your life? We talk a lot here on the show about how important mentors are, how they can help us grow as people and as Christians. I know that we do talk about this a lot on the show and how we feel like it's so important, and it's such a lost thing. We right. don't have very many right. good mentors anymore, yeah. and it's so sad. I know, though, in my life, I've had some really great mentors. Mm. Both of you have yeah. helped mentor me when I'm come to you. I'm like falling apart, yeah. and you guys have helped mentor me in my walk with the Lord and as a mother, because. Mom's the one I call, you know, in the middle of the night, hey, this is what's happening. And that can be a form of mentorship, too, because as a mother and father, Mm -hmm. we don't always, you know, know what to do or should we take the next step? Is hospital next or, you know, if they're sick in the middle of the night, what do we do? Mom is usually that first phone call that I make what, what should we do? What do you think? Can you yeah. come look? Can you come? And she's always willing to come and do that. And that's so important. Having a, a village and even yeah. multiple people that can mentor yes. you. It's so, so important.
1: Yes. yes I was just going to say, I like the fact that you brought up the, um, the importance of having more than one. Yes. I mean, right. you're lucky to ever find one, no. yes. but if you've got more than one, then you're blessed. Wow. Because there are mentors for different things in our life Absolutely. and what we do. Absolutely, And Absolutely. I know that Sharice is a mentor to you at, at work because she mm. knows, she does more yes. than what I know. <laughs> Obviously, she mentors me in that way. Oh, wow. Many times I've come into her <laughs> office and she has been a mentor to me yeah. just in the office setting and what we deal with there. So yeah. mentoring, it's amazing. Yeah. It's just a person that you can go to mm-hmm. and that you can trust them yes. right. with a truth. Yes. Sure. And um, spiritual mentors, there needs to be the biblical truth there.
0: No, for sure.
1: So.
2: For sure. You know, we talk a lot about, you know, our history with being in the district, you mm-hmm. know, in our past with me of missionettes. And, and when we were talking about, you know, the concept for the show, man, I I really got to miss NWMs WMs mm-hmm. just because of that mentorship
3: mm-hmm. and all of
2: the women who spoke into my life at such a critical point when my kids were young. You know, as Toby was senior Royal ranger commander, and then you know all those kinds of things. Yeah. You know, and I think that a misconception of mentoring is that mentoring is just for the old people at church. Yes. <laughs> but right. you know, older doesn't mean old. No. Yeah. You know, we've got you know people in our audience and on our staff that mentor, mm-hmm. you know, somebody maybe older than them or even younger than mm-hmm. them. Right. You know, so it's not. Don't get stuck in the in the mentality that. Right. You know. Older doesn't mean that they have to be 85.
0: Well, and there's no age limit for on sure. it. You know, like Kate, Kate is our daughter. That's She's it. 17. So she mentors people that are older than her at work. She also mentors her younger siblings, right. you know, so age doesn't matter when it comes to mentoring as right. long as it's a communication yeah. and a trust between sure. two people to help teach you something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah she sure.
3: actually has staff at Whispering Ponies Ranch 15, 20 years older Older. than she is who have told me that girl's got her act together. You know, she, I learn a lot from her because God's given each of us these different areas of expertise. Yeah. Yeah. Really quickly though, for the audience at home that doesn't know what a district is, what a WMS is like, basically you and Nita both have backgrounds in serving in these different ministries.
2: Yeah. Like the
3: Oregon District Assemblies of God or denominational yeah. organizations?
2: Yeah, the Assemblies of God. Um, I was the coordinator for the Southwest District. So from James River Church South, that that was my circle for for Missionettes, because a lot of people know what a Girl Scout is. Yeah. So it's it's church Girl Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> it's same church Scouts. Same
3: could be said about, you <laughs> mentioned Central. Toby's being a Royal Ranger. Community. Royal Ranger Boy Scouts. Church Boy Scouts. Yeah, yeah. same thing. Yeah, was, and WM's, Women's. Women's Ministry. Ministers. Yeah.
2: And they've, they've, I went back and looked, and they've changed that whole platform, which kind of made me a little sad. not going to lie, but, you know. Missionettes
1: was based on a mentoring program spirit. Yeah, oh, for sure. You know, and, and yeah. no matter where you were in the program, whether you were a teacher, a yeah. coordinator, you always had people around you who were always mentoring you no, to a sure. better
0: mm-hmm. place. Right,
1: uh,
3: walk with the Lord. Does anybody exactly. know if those ministries have survived? Because you um, don't really hear a lot. That's of what I was just Royal saying is I, I went, and lo-
2: I don't know about Royal Rangers. I went back and looked about WMs and remember right before the curriculum changed when you and I were in it, mm-hmm. how drastically the shift was mm-hmm. when it went yeah. to the new curriculum, they've completely redone all of that with um, women's ministries. Right. So, which mm-hmm. is making, making And I sad. do
0: think that some churches do still do missionettes and Royal Rangers. It's yeah. a Cool program. For the
3: ones that are still holding on to those thank you. amazing thank programs, you. Yes. thank you. Thank you. Because they made a huge humongous difference in my life Impact. and so many of the young boys yeah. I was growing up with. But here's what I wanted to say we are living in the Bible Belt mm-hmm. of Missouri where there's a church and a tavern almost simultaneously on every street corner <laughs> right. of every small rural, right. out in yeah. the middle of nowhere town of USA, I'm not bashing the church right. as a whole. when I'm saying you come to Missouri, you think this is gonna be a, a hyper sampling mm-hmm.
1: yeah. of what
3: might be everywhere else throughout the rest of the United States because it's the Bible Belt, right? right. This yeah. cluster of churches. We have been taken aback at what we describe as the near abandonment of child based ministry focused programs. Yeah. Right. If you're still out there if you're a church doing Royal Rangers, we we are so grateful that you're doing that. But there is a, occasionally when a church has enough resources, they will maybe do a universal children's program with a lot of theatrics and mm-hmm. overhead projectors and again, I'm not bashing, but stuff that to me feels a little bit more like let's entertain the kids for an hour. Yeah. While we have church for the parents. Mm-hmm. But programs that mentor. Right. The premise of this whole program today, we've just been blown away at the number of churches that don't have any focus whatsoever on children and mentorship, which to me boggles the mind because children are tomorrow's everything. Right. You focus nothing on mentorship, then you look at the country and you're like, well, we weren't gonna uh, get was, it from public school.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> maybe, maybe the church has a chance to yeah. to stand in the gap, but when there's no focus there. And I, I had a conversation with my father, and it's really difficult to quantify this because I've looked. I've wanted to see if I through research could correlate this mm-hmm. in any meaningful, tangible way. So right now I'm just gonna I'm just gonna table the actual hard data or my ability to prove this and just say it's maybe more of a guttural reaction to a trend that we're seeing. But I was asking my dad you know, a couple of years back, I said, Dad, what do you think is behind the fact that television programming has been for children in terms of Christianity reduced to very slim pickings, for example, when I was a kid,
1: oh, yeah. on
3: the big na- major networks, there was the Gospel Bill show, and you had yeah. puppet skits, and yeah. somebody's yeah. somebody's in a tree fort, or a uh, uh, so-and-so's clubhouse. There was these, right. ep- yeah. s- you know, so- Salty the Singing. Norma. Sh- yeah. Yeah, songbook. Son- yeah. Salty the Singing Songbook yeah. with Charity Church. Mo- there yeah. were these yeah. focuses on creating mentorship-based content, based content yeah. for kids. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. absolutely. And now,
3: there is literally next to zero of that. right? And there are a lot of psychological studies that you can go and look at, and then I'll round back to this other thing that I started with, that show that kids don't take their leads in life, they don't allow cartoons to shape their worldview, but mentors, they will. So if a person putting on overalls plays the, the, the role of a yeah. caricature on mm-hmm. on a show yeah. and plays a banjo and does the puppets yeah. and all that, they see that as Uncle Bill or maybe Grandpa yeah. or my brother or whatever. They see a cartoon that maybe has the same story arc, but they don't receive the information in the same way. So now getting back to this conversation that I had with my dad. So that was a little bit of the back context. And I asked him, I said, why do you, dad, Tom Horn, why do you think that going back 30 years ago, there were take your pick of child-based programming on all the large networks that I won't mention now, and, and there is nothing now other than some straight-to-DVD releases that are mostly Mm -hmm. CGI or cartoons. Mm -hmm. I said, why do you think that is? You may or may not agree with this premise, but this is my father, and this is based on multiple decades of studying (laughs) what cultural trends amount to and why things are shriveling up. And it's been part of his responsibility with Skywatch to figure out when people are participating and when they're not.
2: Right, yeah.
3: This was his answer. He said It was very simple. Because kids aren't the ones that buy anything.
2: Boo, wow, Boo, uh,
3: ouch. Kids aren't the ones that buy anything. So when you're dealing with this whole idea that churches maybe are abandoning child-based programming, mentorship-based programming, yeah. content,
1: mm. wow.
3: mentorship-based content with real characters playing real roles and stuff, yeah. it's the kids who don't buy anything. Mm-hmm. So the burden to pay for things is on the parents. Wow. Yeah. So then if you look at then what a lot of churches and Christianity-based entertainment is focused on, it's these finite, pleasurable experiences that appeal to adults. Mm. Yeah. Big screens, big fog, big worship. They want to be titillated. Yeah, Yeah. it's like disco church. The places that do offer, am I wrong? No. No. The the, the places that offer something for children is more or less like a daycare experience or a nursery. And by the way, if you're a nursery volunteer,
2: Thank you. Yes, please. This is is not a dig
3: at what you're doing, but please, that's not the point I'm making here. Bless you for allowing the parents to go someplace at least once a week
2: where they can get some
3: spiritual feeding and some meat. Don't misconstrue what I'm saying. I'm saying in terms of the organized efforts by the church, though, Mm
1: -hmm.
3: and by the people creating content for what used to be children. Yeah. Am I wrong? You're no. seeing this this kind no. of vaporize. No. No, no, no. And if you just follow the money, it, it it often looks very much like what the conventional religion here in the United States has turned yeah.
0: into. Well, and even, even for women's ministry and stuff, it's kind of the same because they used to have these sewing bees. And I know that that's mm, been one yeah. of the things that you have talked about quite a bit, even mentioned here on the show, how that for you as an up-and-coming mom and an yeah. up-and-coming Christian that right. was just new to the faith. Vital. Those women was what helped you the most because they they took Joe when he was a baby, oh, and they'd be like fighting over who gets to feed the baby and mm-hmm. who gets to mm-hmm. change the diaper. And oh, man, that, that was, was a, a mentorship for you. But then they were talking to you, and they were pouring into yes. you oh, little tidbits.
1: Yes, and just listening to them dialogue about how they are dealing with things with their own families and insights, yes. I mean, it wasn't only that they were targeting, mentoring me. It was just being a part of this group where these women, they they were aged in the word. Now, I want to go back to something that you said, though, about don't worry about being old enough. Right. Because really, strike that right now. Yeah, for sure. I like what you said, because mentoring starts whenever you enter your... Adulthood. Absolutely. You know, in fact, with Kate, we've talked about her. Um, she's already there. Yeah. But going back to these quilting bees that we used to go to, man, that was, that was what women's ministries was when I came in yeah. to mm-hmm. the church. Yeah. I, I would go there and they would embrace me by loving on my kids yeah. and in helping me understand. I mean, I can ask these ladies anything. Sure. And they had biblical answers for me that were very sound. Right. Biblical and Henry is my... One of your mentors, yeah. Mom. She was my she was my <laughs> best friend, actually, also. But see, I, talking about mentors, uh, it's not like I said, Hey, Henry, would you be my mentor? Right. right. No, exactly. This is not how this it works either. Happened. No, yeah. for sure. It just did. And God will put people in your life. Yes. yes. Will help you. And that's that's such a beautiful... Don't miss that moment. No, yeah. for sure. I walked into the district office one day, and that's where Henrietta says to me, So, you must be the new missionette coordinator. And I was so blown away by her friendly mm-hmm. greeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sit right down here and tell me all about yourself. So I sat down there. Well, you know, and I started talking where I live and how many kids I have. Before, you know what, man, the whole day was gone. We were out to lunch. It's we were buddies. The instant. kindred spirit. Yeah. Just God gave yeah. us each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now here's the cute thing or the fun thing that Henry and I acknowledged Is that God gave Henry to me because I needed her as a mentor, as an older lady who could help me understand where I was and get through the next few years? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was vital to me.
2: Oh, my God. Vital to
1: me. But I also know that God gave me to Henry. Mm. Now, I did not know this at first, but later on in life, I realized there were times when she would call me or I would show up at her door and she would, Oh, I'm so glad you're here. I need stuff. I need you. You know, so she needed me. And oh my gosh, I'll never forget one night I didn't feel good and I did not feel like driving home because it was quite a ways to get home. So I called my husband and says, I'm going to stay at Henry's. She's going to let me stay here. And I spent the night with her. That little woman doted over me, Aww. brought me water next to the bed, made me sleep in her bed. Oh my gosh. And she went and slept in McGee's room. So that was a room she referred to as where she stores all her stuff. Mm. But she pampered me and it made me realize that that God gives you mentors, but yeah. but don't underestimate what you are for that person. Absolutely. Because I feel like that this oh, is wow. something we need each other. Oh, for absolutely. sure. I feel like that the race of life that we live like now with all the social media where you're not right. talking to people. Mm-hmm. You're posting no, thoughts right. and you're being oh, trolled right. and you're being shot down. Yeah. You're projecting yeah. all of these things that are not really real and you yeah. pick the best picture of yourself. And then when you do get shot down, you shut down. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's, that's back to what we talked about earlier about being isolated, but Isolate, no, yeah. Henry was my best friend. She's, and I still love that woman. She is on the other side of Jordan right now. Mm. <laughs> she will be next to my mom and probably Chigger will be there somewhere. <laughs> Chigger's our little pony that we had It passed away for those Which, who don't
3: know. You mentioned Chigger and the ponies very quickly and I don't, I don't want to dominate the episode with this, but I do want to remind everybody that as we've talked about some of the needs of children, you and Tom, my mom and dad, Much of what you've been through, much of what has conditioned you to arrive at this season of your life, is exactly why you guys founded and started Whispering Ponies Ranch. So as we talk about this Mm -hmm. massive vacuum, I just wanna remind people that my parents very much, I will say this for them, because she's not gonna tell you this herself, (laughs) but very much have paved the way for what maybe uh, the ultimate in in mentorship might look like. By creating a place where children that are victims of sexual abuse, human trafficking, every kind of physical, mental, social yeah. abuse that can possibly be experienced, these little children mm-hmm. can come for rehabilitation. Yeah. It's the charitable ministry that Skywatch Television underwrites. It's called Whispering Ponies Ranch. Yeah. So you want to talk about mentorship, and we mentioned my daughter Katie earlier. Right. She's one of the leads out there yep, now. Yeah. And the feedback that we've gotten, and I'll brag on my girl for a minute, <laughs> um, the feed, you know, 17 years old, she finished uh, high school earlier, Yep. You know, she's yep. that smart, got it done. And she is now one of the leads at Whispering Ponies Ranch right. mentoring these little children, yes. yep. but also the adults. Yep. We've had counselors come in that are in their mid-50s that have told me the same thing. I've learned so much from that girl this mm-hmm. week talking about Kate.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that is one thing, too, that people misconstrue, too, is that mentorship isn't just a one-way street. Right. right. It's a two-way street, because yeah. like you were saying, you helped henry out a few times but she was also helping you out and i found that true in my own life um one of my mentors and she's actually one of our employees too is lynn and she has yeah. done that for me she's a oh my huge gosh. mentor oh my in my life God. but there's been a few times where she's come to me and said hey katherine right what did you do when this was going on in your life and i've been able have the privilege of mentoring her back or at least encouraging her. So it's a two-way street. That's what's so important about that mentorship process is it is a two-way street. It's a conversation back and forth. It doesn't just mean that then you take one person up under your wing and then you just basically become the teacher's pet kind of a thing. It's not about that. And at Skywatch in the warehouse um, with all of our employees, we try to foster that environment too of mentorship and we mentor each other and it's a kind of the sewing bees, you know, it's that quality time that we spend together at lunchtime or we do secret sister. And so we encourage each other. And that's so important to have that where you can go say, guys, I'm having a horrible day. That's just it. And then everybody is like, okay, well here, here's some encouragement. Yeah. Yeah, And so that That builds that friendship and that closeness of being mentored by each other. So, again, it's not a one-way street. No, it's not. You
2: know, mentoring, you know, you can't take somebody somewhere you've never been. Right. You know, and it's so important, you know. I might not be able to mentor anybody with regard to a therapy pony. Right. You know, but there's things that I have. You know, right. you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So we all have something that we can be mentoring somebody with. It's Absolutely. not just one trajectory. No,
0: you have your own story and yeah. you can use that to help somebody else. That is part of what mentoring is because I can't speak to certain things no, that maybe sure. somebody else has gone through. But maybe you have, and that's where you come in, and that's why it's so important, too, not to just have one mentor. Right. If you can find a group of people that you can commune with, and somebody else can fill in a gap that maybe somebody else can't. Right. And that's just so important. We do need to take a really quick break, though. We'll be right back.
4: Introducing the Simply His Mystery Bundle, a must-have for coffee lovers and book lovers alike. Indulge in our selection of certified organic, herbicide and pesticide-free, great-tasting coffees. Whether it's Donna's Divine Cup of Theology, Nita's Splendid Sunrise at the Ranch, Ali's Amazing Tornado Watch, or Catherine's Incredible Island Girl, each roast is bursting with its own unique flavor. And the best part? You get to pick your favorite blend. So which one will you choose? Our stunning gray and silver Simply His shirt is also included in this package. A stylish V-neck t-shirt with our Simply His logo printed on the front in captivating silver. Perfect for that warm weather that's just around the corner. Now, I did say this was a mystery package. That's because when you purchase a special offer from Skywatch TV store, you'll receive a free mystery book. You heard me right. A mystery book from one of Defender Publishing's huge selection of greatest hits and all time bestsellers sent to you at no extra cost. These outstanding works of literature are packed with inspiration and faith. But don't wait too long to order. This offer is only available while supplies last. Place your order to ensure that you don't miss out on this exciting opportunity. Put together, these items hold a retail value of over $90. Yours now for only $45 plus shipping and handling. Don't miss out on this great package. You can shop Simply His by scanning the QR code now by using your camera app or call 844-750-4985 and tell them that you want the new Simply His Mystery Bundle. Now, let's get back to Simply His.
0: Welcome back. We are continuing our discussion on mentoring and mentorship and how important it is for everyone, no matter what walk of life or stage of life you're in, no matter how old you are, you need a mentor or mentors, <laughs> preferably, and you can be a mentor. You, it doesn't matter on your age. Right. You had something you wanted to say. Yeah, I just wanted to say. Uh, you know, we always look to to Titus two. Yeah. We talk about women and some mentors. Huh? But I
1: found another scripture I thought was kind of interesting, and it's First Thessalonians five eleven, and it says, "Therefore, encourage one another and build mm. one another up, just mm. as you are doing." Yeah, that's good. And. That to me is pretty much sums it up. Absolutely. That, that's not just women anymore. That's men. All now. Oh, absolutely. And all so.
0: And that's what Jesus's whole ministry was about too. It was go and make mm-hmm. disciples yes. mm-hmm. of all men. That's right. No, that includes women, men, children. It includes everybody. Right. And that is so important in creating disciples. And how do you create a disciple? You mentor them. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's train them. Exactly.
2: Well, and that's the thing, you know, whether or not you understand or even think that you're signing up to be a mentor, whether you like it or not, your life is teaching somebody something.
0: Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So we're mentoring our children by the way that we live and the way that they see us.
3: Also affirming. So, if you look at the world, mm-hmm. the way the world wants to dismantle the family construct, yes.
0: oh yeah, yeah,
3: create a lot of questions around gender and self identity and things like that. So we do things with our kids that affirm, yeah, the way that we want for their worldview to be shaped. So for my son, his nickname at home is Tiger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tommy the Tiger. Tommy
3: the Tiger. Okay, because it's an uplifting way to constantly let him feel every time he's in the presence of his mother and I, Mm. the contrast from the world later on in life that might want to kind of pull him down and tear at his subconscious and confuse his identity or make him want to explore things Mm. that are devastating to his experience in life and his salvation. That his mother and I, All of the years, so long as we're alive and healthy that have had some effort to be in proxy to my son, Mm -hmm. ultimately will be farmed out into the world and he's going to have to stand with him and God and I'm not going to be able to fix the circumstance (laughs) that maybe those chronic, let's use the word intravenous, doses of love, praise, affirmation, Mm -hmm. that those will be so in him.
2: Ingrained.
3: That he may not ever rationalize or articulate the difference, but he just senses at an instinctual level that when he was with mom and dad, he felt appreciated, loved, and affirmed. Yeah. And this other thing that the world is offering makes him feel different. Less than. Yeah. Them. Does that make sense? Yeah. Absolutely. So yes, we affirm. Our daughters are, are uh, winners and princesses and tigers and you know all, <laughs> all of the names and things. Now, that doesn't mean we're delusional. Right. So if a child really... <laughs> Let's say they want to be a level 10 out of 10 talent with something they just weren't instinctually or genetically gifted right? with. I don't want to set them up for failure by telling them, yes,
2: you're, so great. you're the greatest this thing is the at every... the best thing ever. Right, <laughs> right. right? A little train wreck. <laughs> and
3: that's been, that's been difficult a couple of times with some of our kids where they really want to be the best right. at something right. that's just, you know, and then like, who am I to decide for them? They couldn't succeed if God has right. given them this right. no, other no, way sure. to... Be- but you know you're trying to condition them to understand that you're not going to be 10 out of 10 on absolutely, or I'm not 10 out of 10 of everything right. that I want to be. Yeah. So there's that adjusting their expectations based in reality because sure. the world is going to be very more than honest and even cruel Brutal. about their shortcomings or lacks of talent or right. whatever. So yeah. you know finding the right word judo to say, yeah. not you're not a good singer, but maybe I tell you what, I love your effort. You might you might be better served to channel what your talents resemble in this arena where you're really, (laughs) really strong. Does that make sense? Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, I'm oversimplifying because we live in a soundbite era where every syllable I say is going to be taken out of context potentially and rearranged. She's talking about raising our children just a snapshot of what some of that looks like, at least at our home.
1: Right. Yes, but take all those principles and just apply that just uh, individually from one another. What you're talking about is affirmation, even Mm -hmm. whenever it isn't perfect. Yeah. Because that's what mentors do. Yeah. They find ways to help mm-hmm. that person find the best route for yeah. themselves. Mm. Yeah. 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 I don't that's care well. if my
3: kids get straight A's, and I don't care if they're the greatest athletes or any of that other stuff. My house, we call it, leave it all in the ring. Mm-hmm. You give 110%, you know that you did, you can live with the outcome.
2: Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely.
3: Even if you come up short and it was the other guy's day, mm-hmm. leave it all in there, yeah. and then you don't have the whole doubt and the regret, and what if I, and what if I should have, yeah. and how would that would have worked if I had only...
0: Sometimes being a mentor can be hard, but that's where the mentorship comes in because you've built this trust. So if I have to go to somebody and say, hey, you know, you probably need to fix that. Or if somebody comes to me and says, hey, what should I do about this situation? you have to be honest and you have to have a good enough relationship with them to say, yeah, you, you might really want to rethink that or whatever, but that's the hard part. Like what he's saying of being a mentor is telling the truth and being honest in love, in love. You don't have to bash them over the head with it, but in love, tell them the truth and be biblical about it. What does the Bible say? What does God say? Mm. And always go back to that. So you have to be careful and you have to be a responsible mentor that that's a big one as well, but we are completely all out of time. We will see you next week in the Simply Is Coffee
3: Shop.